Well, good evening, everyone. Here we are, another evening in the course of love. Um, we'll be actually... In the meantime, let's make our, mute our phones so we don't have interruption. Okay, thank you. And, oh, good evening. We're just starting. Who is it? Want to announce? Uh, I don't know if if it was me. <laughs> anyway, it's Micah. Uh, hi, hi, Micah. Hi. What a good thing we got going here. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be reading with us or listening? Oh, I, I'm read? not sure how long I can... I'm not sure how long I can uh, stay, so I'll I'll pass on reading. Okay, good good to hear your voice, thank Micah. You. Always good, good to, to hear be your here. voice. Yes. Oh, thank you, sweetie. So That's we wonderful. just you know we we're getting started. Um, we are going this evening. We're going to be in the addendum. In my book, it's at the end. Um, learning in the time of Christ. I don't know how it's dispersed to the second edition, but there is three sections to it, which covers, and I'll, I'll read a little prelude about it when we get started. Uh, <clears throat> but in the meantime, I'll, I'll let everyone know. The reading list for this evening is Judy, Miguel, Yvonne, and Lana. Listening so far, we have Jessica and Micah. So it might be a quiet evening, but maybe I will shut the tones off because they're kind of annoying if we're reading. So let me do that before we get started. Okay, they're off. So again, Judy, Miguel, Yvonne, Lana, reading, Jessica and Mike are listening. And we will be starting in the addendum, learning in the time of Christ. Um, now that we and that, I can't help where your pages, but that's it. Will be the part one. Okay. So let's just settle back a little bit, quiet our minds, open our hearts, join with our minds, and listen to these words as we get ready to again. Listen to the words of Jesus through the course of love. And I'll read this prayer. O God, we are one with you. You have made us one with you. You have taught us that if we are open to one another, you dwell in us. Help us to preserve this openness and to fight for it with all our hearts. Help us to realize that there can be no understanding where there is, there is mutual rejection. Oh God, in accepting one another wholeheartedly, fully, completely, we accept you, and we thank you, and we adore you, and we love you with our whole being, because our being is in your being. Our spirit is rooted in your spirit. Fill us, with, fill us then with love, and let us be bound together with love as we go our diverse ways, united in this one spirit that makes you present in the world and which makes you witness 
to the ultimate reality that is love. Love has overcome. Love is victorious. And with this we say, Amen. 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 So, and I I did want to read something from the last page, the last day, day 40, the dialogues on a note of being. And it, it, it rang so through to my heart and it's something we should just remember as we read through the rest of this material. And he told us, do not be afraid now to be who you are. Do not think you need to be something different, something other than who you have been. Leave all thinking behind. Leave all notions of being better, smarter, kinder, more loving behind. Realize that these were all thoughts and notions of becoming. If you hang on to them, your being will not have the chance to realize and make real its being. You will be different only if you allow and will yourself to realize and make real this difference. It is a difference between between becoming and being. It is all the difference in the world. It's a self that kind of settled me and reminds me. And that last, very last paragraph, the sentence, I should say, in the dialogue, you now know how to respond to love. For you are love being. So be it. So, the addendum. Before we get started, has anyone joined us that would like to announce? Hi, everyone. It's Reverend Bill and oh, Gloria. Hey, Sorry. Hey. Oh, no. Good to hear you, Reverend Hi, Bill. Hi. Are you both Hi, reading? Are you both um, reading? Sure. I was listening. This is Gloria. I was okay, listening. Okay, Gloria. Thank All you. Right, you, change, you change your mind. I'll be reading. Okay. I got okay. you, Reverend Bill. Let me know. Okay. So... We're just about to begin the addendum, Learning in the Time of Christ, and that little prelude to that section reminds us that in 2003, about a year after scribing A Course of Love was completed, Mari additionally received Learning in the Time of Christ. It is evidently intended as an aid to the reader. It is also anticipates the formation of discussion groups, for clarity, the parts that correspond to three books, the course, the treaties, and the dialogues are indicated. So the first part would cover the main, the book, the first book, the course itself, the course of love. So as we normally do, we want to read at least, well, let's see, kind of chopped up, so, yeah, yeah. I'll kind of take us along so everybody gets a fair chance to read enough because there's one paragraph here and one line, one there. So I'll call out the names. And again, the reading list is Judy, Miguel, Yvonne, Lana, Reverend Bill, 
listening, we have Jessica, Micah, and Gloria. So, Judy, why not read? Why not? Please read, I should say. <laughs> one, one and two. Thank you. A1 and A2. Okay. A major difference between A Course in Miracles and A Course of Love has to do with the movement into the time of Christ, a time of direct learning in union and relationship with God. The word learning is loosely used here for no learning is needed in union and relationship. Two, yet, As your work with the Course of Love begins, learning and unlearning continue. It continues for the sole purpose for which learning has always existed, that of returning you from self-doubt to self-love. This could also be expressed as returning you from your perceived state of separation to your true state of union. Learning is needed only until perception is cured. The perception of your separated state was the illusion for which a cure was needed and within a course in miracles offered. Pass. Miguel, do three and four, please. Perception is the result of learning. Perception is learning. Since the mind is the, is the realm of perception, we have taken a step away from the, realm of, from the realm of perception by appealing to the heart and the heart's ability to learn in a new way. You are thus instructed not to apply your thought and your effort, the usual means of learning, to the course of love. This course is not for the mind but for the heart. It is not a way of thought and effort, but a way of feeling of ease and of direct relationship. Again, I say to you, in the direct relationship achieved in union, no learning is required. Until you have truly recognized unity, which may come before or after completing the treatise on the, on the nature of unity and its repetition, you continue to perceive of yourself as a learning being. This is, the, this is the only reason for this continuation of the coursework provided in a course in miracles. While you continue to put effort into learning what cannot be learned, as you continue to see yourself as a student seeking to acquire what you do not yet have, you cannot recognize the unity in which you exist and be freed from learning forever. Yeah. Yvonne, five and six. Okay, Paula, thanks. Uh, five. This is not to say that you will find this course or the end of learning to be easy. Yet it is your difficulty in giving up your attachment to learning through the application of thought and effort that creates the perception of this course's difficulty. Thus it is said to you, to take this course 
with as little attachment to your old means of learning as is possible for you. If you do not understand, accept that you do not understand and go on. Listen to the words as if they are spoken to you, for such they are. Listen as you would listen to a friend in conversation. Listen simply to hear what is being said. Listen simply to let the words enter you. This is recommended for your first reading of the course. First reading. (laughs) We've read it many times. Thanks. I pass now. Yeah. Lana, would you read seven and eight, please? Paula, I'm going to have to pass because for some reason in my book, it right after um, the the section about the notes on being, it mm-hmm. the next is a part three of learning in the time of Christ. So I don't have part one and two in this book. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I pass. <laughs> you don't have yeah. two and three? I don't have. Okay. I have. No, I only have part three. I don't have part one and two. Oh. That's I don't not, I really didn't want to get into this. I really didn't Question want to do this. Yes? Lonnie, if you have a newer book, um, you may find this learning of the time of Christ at the end of the first book, the A Course of Love. Yeah, it's broken uh, up into which it should have been. That's the way it should yeah. have been initially. Well, yeah. it's um, while it has part three in the back of the book. Um, Let's go I, to the front. I okay. I'm going the table of contents. Why don't you go on and I'll try to find it. I don't want to take up too much Look. time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Page. I don't know, Reverend Bill, you may too. I have the page. It's 197 in the second edition. 197? Yeah. Like, like Paula says, it's right after the course of love. It's, it's, in the, it's dispersed between the first and second and third book. That's the way it should have been. Oh, I oh great. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That's really fun. Okay. It's okay. So it's throughout the book. All righty. All right. So All what right, paragraph am I to read? We're still in one. So go. Yeah. We're reading part one. A, right. A, A7 and 8. You, you're going to read. Okay. 7 and 8. A7 and 8. Okay. Okay, sorry for all that confusion. When you you succeed at listening without seeking for understanding, without grasping for meaning, without applying the effort you are used to applying to study, you begin the transformation that is the movement from head to heart and from their separation to their union. In wholeheartedness, then, you are ready to return to a second reading of the Course. In wholeheartedness, you will find 
difficulty falling away and understanding arising. You are beginning to know yourself in a new way. You are beginning to know yourself without the perception and the judgments of the mind. You are beginning to know yourself as you truly are, and you will begin to hear the language of the Course as the language of your own heart. How lovely. Yeah. Reverend Bill, 9, 10, and 11, please. Thank you. Now, you may feel quite compelled to share your experience of the Course with others. What might you, what might you expect to find? Often you will find a desire to read the Course again, to read it aloud, to hear it spoken. This is a natural desire to let the words of the Course enter you in yet another way, the way of voice. Again, it is not required nor even recommended that these readings be interrupted by a search for meaning. Listen, respond, let meaning be revealed. What you will find yourself accepting through this method is precisely what cannot be taught. What you are learning through this method is precisely what cannot be sought after and attained through your seeking. What you are finding through this method is receptivity. You are coming home to the way of the heart. What you gain by sharing with others is a situation in which you, quote, learn, end quote, in unity to the receptivity of the heart. Pass. Thank you, Reverend Bill. I'd like to stop here. Everyone has a chance to read, and in these 11 paragraphs, he really is asking us and now and I would and I have to venture to say this that everyone on this call has at least read this book one through once and many many I know I've read through it six times already is there anyone that has not read this book more than once so that not, this is the first time through no right so let let's let me open the question Listening to what he said, as if you had just picked up the book for the very first time, the receptivity, the feeling of it, leave learning behind. <clears throat> and like he's assuming here that we, most of the people that read this have gone to the miracles. Not all people. Some people have picked up the Course of Love, the only book, and fell in love with it anyway, and fell in love with the way it is without learning but feeling it. What he said to us, what is your personal experience of having read The Course of Love? That's the question. Every word he said, did it resonate somewhere? So, let's discuss it. Let's talk among ourselves how we feel about this. Paula, um, for me, and I've, you know, I've read through it about four times, I think, in the last few years. Um, but its greatest gift to me uh, is um, I recognize 
uh, a lot of my, I, I recognize a lot of my experiences that I didn't have words to put to them. And, um, and then I, you know, I would read a section and it was like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> and it was just something that um, opened up and was very real to me. But the big, the big thing was the heart. You know, it was, um, you know, in A Course of Miracles, you know, you might call it, um, uh, you know, healing or Holy Spirit. Or, but um, for me, it's always been a word symbol for love. And love is such an abstraction in A Course in Miracles. And heart is mentioned, but uh, it's not a main theme in A Course in Miracles. And what it did for me, it just made so much sense. Because the heart, um, as the center of my being, um, and, and, I, and of course they, they say don't think of the, the body, the organ, but I do, because uh, it's symbolic to me too, that um, I can hold my hand on my heart and feel the life force within me beating. And um, it gave love a location, if you will. <laughs> Not in, you know, it, and bringing it to the intellectual mind and the thinking mind of the ego, it just softened everything. And um, it's like uh, love just um, just melted me, you know. It just, I just melted me. It just melted me, and uh, like an explosion, you know. It really gave me a reference point, the heart, and um, softening the mind. So um, that, so right, that's you know, that was that's the thing that always pops to mind first when. When someone asks me about a course of love, it gave love a location <laughs> that I could do symbolically and feel. I'm complete. That was lovely. Thank you, Lana. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Thank you, Lana. Beautiful, Lana. Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Gorgeous. That was gorgeous. Mm. Oh, thank you, guys. That was beautiful, Lana. Thank you. It opens the way for uh, for what came up for me. I, I'm reflecting back on, on my experience of it, that when I picked up the book, uh, there's a whole amazing story experience that I had of uh, right at the beginning. Um, that's for another time. But what I did recognize is that... Uh, I had just moved to Unity Fellowship in Virginia, but I was still, you know, dedicated to this knowing that this was from a gift from Jesus. And reading through the first book and then beginning on into the treatises and what have you, uh, there was so much that, that I knew I needed to read, but... I wasn't. It wasn't making sense, and I and I continued to strive to try to find this as a continuation of a course in miracles. I kept on continuing comparing it one to the other, and that was on the intellectual side of it. But I also remember uh, instances of like walking through woods in Virginia near Williamsburg and. 
um, and just in a joyous state, just celebrating what I was feeling at that point. I was I was focusing on whatever I had read from A Course of Love, the first book at that point, and I, I just was, uh, I found myself, I'd, I'd say, observing myself and observing how I was feeling as walking through those woods, and I just, as we read this tonight and we hear this message of receptivity, I would that would be a great way of of describing what I was feeling at that point. Um, of course, I had not read anything here about learning of the time of Christ at that time. I've just been in the Course of Love book directly, but this receptivity statement here just resonates with what I was experiencing at that time. Um, and uh, and that's, that's what jumps out at me at this point. Uh, thank you. I'm complete. Yeah. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Thank, 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 thank you. Williamsburg, thank you, Reverend Virginia. Bill. Beautiful place. Been there. Love it. Williamsburg. Yeah. Mm. Anyone else would like to share this point? Well, this is Yvonne. I'd like to share a little. Uh, do. The part that I read was interesting to me because it Listen, says Micah, that... I, uh, oh, sorry. I just, Micah, I remember when the Course of Miracles group. It was a beautiful Micah, group. Micah, can you hear me? Mike, can you hear us? And quite a few others, and it was, it was a sweet group of people. Micah? And, um, and there was one person there who had been doing the miracles for over 20 years, and he had come mm-hmm. across the course of love, and he said, suddenly, <laughs> everything was becoming alive for him, you know? And so it, it got our interest, you know? And I, I was kind of begrudgingly kind of Entering into it, Lee kind of coaxed me a little bit into it too, you know, by his acceptance of it and seeing that there was something valid to it. And so I, I went into it, and what I found out pretty quickly was it, 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 it does a weird thing that the, that I never experienced with The Course in Miracles, which I think is an incredibly astounding book. And it, it, the Course of Miracles has led to so many holy instances. And I, I really have a trouble with the first paragraph here because that's, that hasn't been my experience at all. You know, that the Course of Miracles took me directly into a time of Christ on so many levels and, and so many times. And um, so I'm not sure what it's saying there, but I, what I noticed about the Course of Love was that it would do these shifts that I did not understand. It. How did that just happen? And there would be some kind of a movement, I called it a jujitsu trick, you know, because it would, it would mysteriously propel the awareness and the being into, uh, I don't know how to describe it, a dimension, a, a relationship to, um, to self, to being, to time-space, that that was so illogical. It just would happen mysteriously, and um, so I realized there was some 
really something so valuable in this book. And uh, anyway, that's it. Thank you, Micah. Can you hear me, Micah? Micah? Yvonne, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I wonder, he didn't hear, I wonder, well, I we did hear him, right? Thank you, Mike, I don't know if you hear us. Oh, yeah, I can hear you. My car took over, uh, it, it, you know, these electronic <laughs> things. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I, my, I couldn't, I, I had to turn the engine on just for a second so I could get some light, oh. and then... Uh, and then it takes over your phone without you knowing it. Because it thinks it's yeah. smarter than you are. They are smart cars. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. so did you hear anything I said? I don't have no idea. Yeah, we heard you. Anyway. But, it was, well, because Yvonne started to speak, and then you started to speak, and, and we, I kept saying, Micah, Micah, and you, what, what, you weren't responding, so we let you just, and you said everything we needed to hear, and it was beautiful. Thank you. We did hear you. Oh, okay. yeah, I could, I couldn't hear you. Okay, cool. Okay, that Sorry was lovely, that. Micah. Thank you. It was. Yeah, it was. Oh, good. Goosebumps. Okay. So I'm. You know, and you, and, yeah, no, and, you know, you raised something too, which it just startled me from right from the beginning. You know, with Lee Flynn, you know, being such a major advocate for the Course in Miracles, having been there like from day one. And when he started to embrace this work, and uh, it was like, wow. And he, he, and even, you know, like how he continues to embrace it, and he's actually, like, really in love with it. You know, from conversations I've had and conversations had with all of us on the calls, that how he, you know, really, and how he synchronized the both works and and like what you were saying, Micah, you know, yet there is a distinguish, we, you know, he's saying it's the end of learning, it's the time of receptivity, which and receptivity runs through the Course of Miracles too. You have to be receptive whether, however, however you absorb it into your, your being. But the word, you know, the softness of the tone of the Course of Love. And when I heard Lee Flynn starting to really embrace this work and I heard it in his voice it was such a marvelous experience to hear him and I do miss him on these calls I wish he would come back yeah. I really do it kind, of, it kind of reaffirmed his what he was feeling and sensing because the course of miracles could be a little bit harsh seemingly mm-hmm. about yeah. uh, you, know, you know getting out of the world and this book has, the, like you say, this softness and about relationship, and and mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it just really gave him more confidence to continue with what his message was to the Course of Miracles community. That's how I sensed yeah. it, anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm just panting at the gates to hear what he's putting together eventually when he finishes this his project. I'll call it. I'm just. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, I can't. He's the one that got me on the 
to love about four years ago, you know, and, right. and I thought the same thing. And now John Mundy is a big fan, and he's even printing articles on it in Miracle Magazine. You well, know, you know, so Mundy, John Mundy, yes, about four years ago, he did, We were Lee was with us, and that's when we met Sebastian Brakesley, too, for the first time. Mm-hmm. He, We were in Philadelphia. He and Mari did a conference. He spoke from A Course of Miracles, and she spoke from A Course of Love. Oh, and cool. He, yeah, it was really something else. And then, like you, I started to see John starting to accept it and how more and more he did. And now he's accepting, you know, choose only love. Right, and, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so, yeah. So, and I, yeah, I, I yeah. remember... I remember I will, uh, something. Wait, wait. Micah was talking, Reverend Bill. Go ahead, Micah. Right. Oh, I, I was at a co- uh, Course of Miracles conference where Monday was there, and, and he, he, I could sense that he was, up, you know, resi- very resistant to the Course of Love. When, I think one of Mari's first uh, appearances in one of the uh, Course of Miracles conferences and then mm-hmm. to hear now that he's coming around is kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, he's come around. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I, you know, I witnessed that in Philadelphia. I mean, like when they did, it was like he, you know, the, 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 the opposing, you know, the opponents, you know, it was like, but then, like you say, to see him come around, like, wow. Yeah. Reverend Bill, yeah. I'm sorry. You had something to say? That's right. That's all right. I appreciate it. I appreciate hearing this. Um, I had, I too had um, dealings with John after we, after shortly getting into a course of love. It may have been like the first time I had gotten through a full read of it, but um, I was just on fire about it, and I was asking him about it, and I, I'm, and and he made the statement that that. Uh, what he had, he and those within the Foundation for Inner Peace, um, mm. they knew that there was going to be a second book that follows A Course in Miracles. He said that they knew that this was going to be coming. They just didn't know it was going to be so quickly, mm. that it was going to be around the, the time frame that it did appear. Um, and... Shortly after that is when I saw that um, the publisher for A Course of Love, Glenn Hoffman, uh, became a, a, co- a co-publisher uh, mm-hmm. in John's Miracles magazine. And oh, yeah. Began, yeah. Beginning seeing so many Course of Miracles and Course of Love related articles in there Featuring Lana, our beloved Lana. Oh yeah. In oh yeah, Lana. Yeah. <laughs> in the the embrace. But you know, uh, yeah. but I never know when Glenn's gonna pick up anything of mine. He just goes through my Facebook posts, and then I <laughs> then I hear, oh, we saw it in Miracle Magazine. <laughs> the one thing that I, yeah. I understood too, Sam. Um, you know, with the, uh, what is it, the FIP group, they initially, 
accepted it to some extent. And then there was that conference in uh, San Francisco where they, Zukov, was it Zukov? Who denounced it? And they will not even talk about a course of love. The people that are well used, you know, in the uh, FIP group. They denounced it in San Francisco, which is, you know, so ridiculous. I mean, I, I shouldn't judge. Everyone has it. They they just feel it's not, it does not compliment or whatever word they want to use, you know. But that's because I know I, I listen to James Twyman calls every once in a while. He won't even go near it, and he's a big FIP now person. Yeah. So anyway, but it is what it is, and it's all okay. So do you want to continue on? Should we read through this first section, number one? Um, what do you think? I'll throw it out to you guys. Okay, so yeah. we'll start from the top. I, what? There's, there's, a, there's a question I sit with now on this, um, on this addendum that, that we're reading now. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't help but wonder if uh, if we were to read the Course of Love from you know starting with the, with the first book, and then we go on and read the rest of the books. But um, I can't help but wonder if this addendum was intended to be read before reading any either of the books. Um, Going back a second time uh, into A Course of Love, I'm wondering about having read Learning in the Time of Christ, Section 1, before going into the beginning, how that would have paved the way, how that would have clarified more of the information within Book 1, A Course of Love. Uh, For instance, it's, it's in here that... I think there, there's one place maybe in the, in the preface, but then here is where he begins speaking that he's telling us that this material is uh, given us for our heart, for us to yeah. be looking at it from the heart. And if we were to know that or to be able to begin exploring what that meant <laughs> during that first reading or, or after... Mm-hmm or let's say during the fir- reading the first book for the second time, having this as a preface to that, I just get a sense that, that this would contribute more to going into the first book. Anybody yeah. else have any thoughts or comments along no, those lines? No, I, I totally agree with you. I, see, I, I said that from day one, this should have been dispersed with each book. You know, but then, you know, it says here in, in 2003, about a year after the scribing of the Course of Love is completed. So, you know, it's like they should have incorporated, from, you know, right away, not put it in the back, you know, because it even says the clarity, the parts that correspond to the three books, you know, so each, mm-hmm. you know, the, and I, I definitely agree with you. Either put it in the front or the back of the first book, second. You know what I'm saying? So that's why. If I were to, that was, that was, you know, if I were to, or, or were to 
talk to Marie at some point down the road. I'm sure that's going to happen. I'm going to ask her that, if yeah. perhaps these should have been mm-hmm. at the beginning of each of the books. Well, now, now it, but see, now it is, because in Lana's book, Lana, you have part one in, what, the back of your uh, first book? Yes, uh-huh. And the part two yeah, see, that's, is in the back yeah. of um, the treaties. Yes, see, that's the way it should have been initially. I agree with that. Okay. Okay. I said, this is funny if it starts on part three. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the way, because actually, it's like the Course of Miracles. You know, you can buy it in three individual books, or you buy a collective. Like, this is a collection of three books. The the, the Course, the Treaties, and the Dialogues, the three independent books. Yeah, but anyway, it is what it is, so we'll just continue reading on and we'll just keep seeing what we took from this time of learning, learning in the time of Christ. So let's start. So Judy, you want to read 12? Pretty big one. Paula, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm going to have to pass on this next coming, this coming um, reading round because my I noticed my phone's just about ready to go dead and I have to sit by the wall and with it plugged in so it's kind of difficult <laughs> to, to read. Oh, okay. I'll just listen. Okay. Thank you. We'll read. Yeah, we'll read to you, Lana. Thank you. Go plug yourself in. <laughs> yeah, I got to plug myself in. Okay. Judy, you want to read eight twelve, please? Are you there? Um. Yeah, I'm right here. I just what before I read A12, I thought Yvonne wanted to share earlier, and I'm just wondering if she still wants to share before I continue. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you did. Thank you for. Oh, Judy, no, that's fine. We can keep moving on here. No, uh, no, come on. Okay, no, I just want, I wanted to check with you, Yvonne, if you wanted to share before I started reading. Oh, I, I can maybe even later. It's it's not necessarily related to the pages themselves. It's just an overview. It's okay. Well, and it, it was a general question, Yvonne. Let me ask you, like, you know, we just ain't have, you know, having read through these, you know, and many times, how many times have you read The Course of Love? Five. Five, but yeah. Yeah. So, what do you, you know, what was your initial and how do you feel about it, having read well, through it? thing like I was I had started to say was what I had actually read was the five where it said if you do not understand just go on just let it go mm-hmm. and this and to me that was I mean I never from past any readings if I didn't understand I'd go back and try to figure it out or whatever uh, and this was a, a big change for me and a big switch and I was First, I, I says, okay, that's what Jesus says I should do. That's what I'll do. I'll just see what happens, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it came to really talking about the way of the heart, I, I, I really knew that I had to put my whole emphasis, my whole life into uh, the knowledge of my heart. And no more was I going to academically figure things out or try to understand things. I just, and it was a little bit of a switch and a little bit of a uncertainty and a little bit of, um, uh, I don't know, tension for a little while uh, for me to say, okay, everything is, what I know has come through my heart. I don't know anything else. And 
And that was a big switch for me. That was mm-hmm. a big switch. And over the last couple of times we read, and, and our, you know, now with Reverend Bill and you tonight, tonight, so on, all that's really, uh, I realized, yeah, that, that's what I'm doing now. It is the way of, my, is the, way of the heart. So that would be my contribution to what you're talking about. Yeah, that was great, Yvonne, and I totally agree with what you said. Thank you, Terry Vaughn. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you want me to read A12? No. No, I'm going to stop you because I didn't really. What was your experience, Judy, with the the picking up of this book? Actually, it was a combination of what, yeah, I I don't know how many times I've read it, to be honest with you. Um, Right. I do know that when I was listening to Lana share and when I was listening just now to Yvonne share, I have to say that my experience was a combination of the two. Um, Mm -hmm. I, too, when I first read it, if this had been right before the uh, first book, I would have read it completely differently the first time. However, it wasn't. It was way at the back, and I had the first edition, so I didn't even come upon it until, like, way later. Now I have the Mm -hmm. new edition, and, of course, it's it's right after the first book, and when I read through it, I thought, oh, my God, I read it so I read it all wrong. You know, I, here I was trying to figure it out and uh, trying to understand everything. And then, of course, my second reading, too, went exactly, it just went exactly opposite. I just read, I just read it, and I just let myself receive it. I just let myself absorb it without thinking. I let it go yeah. straight to my heart. And, boy, did that make, the, it made, make a huge difference, just a huge difference. And to yeah. that end, it just feels like everything, everything needs to go through my heart, not my head. Yeah, I need I think to receive all... before I say anything. Mm. Receive but, you first know, listening to everyone. I'm sorry, go ahead, I'm talking over you. No, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm complete. I'm complete. You know, for me personally, I, I, I said from the day one when I picked the first time I read through it, the first book, the second, it just, it was like I wasn't learning. I was experiencing. It was an experience. I feel it just, it wasn't learning. It was so totally different from the course of love. And like, whether, like you said, it went right through my, into my heart. I experienced this work. It, to me, it's an experiential work. Not, don't try to figure it out. Don't, intellectualize it, just feel it, know it. And that's, I, I just, the moment I read this book, I was in love with it, just totally in love, totally. Yeah. This work just went right into my heart. Yep. It still does, something else. It speaks to me in so many ways. Anybody else would like to share on their journey with this? work so far that hasn't already? No. You know, I just have a couple other, or one other matter to share um, about this, about how I got into this. I just was recalling this, that um, the process that I was doing is I was um, reading from the beginning of the book, uh, some, some one chapter a day, if you will, and 
then randomly going to another part of the book and picking up the reading there. So as I was doing that, on one day, I, I, one of these random readings, I um, came to the end of the section, and I flipped the page, and here was the 40 days and the 40 nights. And of all times, that day was Ash Wednesday, 40 days before Easter, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, that, just, that was just a signal or a, symbol, a mention that, or a statement that I had to start here and just go from here on through. So I ended up going through the 40 days and 40 nights before going back and, and reading, you know, it linearly from the beginning. Uh, and I'll, I'll say, I will, clearly I will say, uh, there was so much that I didn't have a clue of, and I, my ego mind was just going nuts over different aspects of it, but at the same time, this felt like moving forward and accepting that, <laughs> that, that I was supposed to be here reading this as I was and as I did. And mm. um, it was just fascinating to, to see that. I just remembered that experience just now. I also remember that reading the preface at the beginning, um, sitting in my chair, just finished reading that and sitting back and just closing my eyes and saying, Jesus, is this you again? And I saw an image of him in me, in front of me, laughing hysterically. And I joined him, just laughing from my gut, just celebrating this. So anyway, that just told me this was the place to be. Thanks. I'm complete. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Great stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Certainly the place to be. I agree, Reverend Bill. Yeah. Yeah, the 40 days has been, you know, I, one of my, I recount, and that's exactly how this course, you know, having, you know, met with Chris Sushak in the group, the Course of Miracles that we had years ago, and when this came out, and then we decided it was around Easter time, too, and, and Chris Sushak said, let's do a daily read of the 40 days before Easter, and that was the beginning of that 6.30 call. And it went on for how many years? Yeah, that was done. Those 40 days. I think that was, yeah, that was our, our joining as a group to read The Course of Love. Yeah, that was... Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. So let's keep reading on, group, and we'll see how far we get. So, Judy, you want to start with A12? Thank you. Am I telling you not to question, not to enter discussion? I'm only telling you to receive before you seek to perceive. I ask you not to receive as one who does not have what another has, as this is not a passing on of information that you do not possess. I ask you merely to receive in order to learn receptivity, the way of the heart. 
I ask you only to pause, to give the mind a rest, to enter a realm foreign to the mind and yet beloved to the heart. I ask you but to give yourself a chance to let the relief of not having another task to apply your effort to fill you. I ask you but to give yourself a chance to forget about approaching this as one more self-improvement exercise or one more objective to accomplish. Only in this way do you come to realize you are already accomplished. Yes, thank you. Yvonne, you want to do 13 and... You know, might as well read as much as you can. 13 and 14. Yeah, do 13. We'll do one each from this point on. Yvonne, do 13. Uh, Paula, what about Miguel? Is he still here? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Miguel, are you still with us? Yes. Okay. Would you please do 13? Thank you, Yvonne. My yeah. eyes went down to this. Getting tired. Through receptivity, what your mind finds difficult to accept, your heart accepts with ease. Now you are ready to question what you must. Now you are ready to hear the answer that arises in your own heart or from the voice of the man or woman sitting next to you. Now you are ready to hear all the voices around you without judgment, to enter discussion without an agenda to attend to, do not be so anxious to say what you're thinking that you forget to listen. Now you're ready to let understanding come without the aggressiveness of going out to get it. Yes. Reverend Bill? Okay, thank you. You are patient, loving, and kind. You have entered the time of tenderness. You begin to hear what your feelings are saying to you without the interferences and cautions of your thinking mind. You begin to trust, and as you begin to trust, you begin to extend who you are. True giving and receiving as one begins to take place. You have entered holy relationship. Pass. Judy, we're going to keep rolling. Judy? Oh, Mike, did you want to read? Oh, you said you can't. No. Anybody else? Yeah. Jessica? I can't. I'll read. Who's that? Yvonne. I said I can read. No, I'm going to start from the top. I'm not. Oh, I asking. see. Oh, okay. I was just asking talking. people who you haven't just... read if they'd like to jump in at this time. Okay. Were you all right, Judy? Who's reading? Well, I, I think we're jumping all over the place. Um... No, when Judy, <laughs> Miguel, Judy, didn't you read after Miguel? I no, I didn't. I didn't. Paul. No, Yvonne. Yeah, Yvonne, you, I, I think we missed you somewhere along the line. That's what I was saying. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting You're tired. You're tired, honey. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. All right, Yvonne. So which is a 15 now I'm reading? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Paula. No, it's all good, honey. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. The tasks of facilitators of such meetings. I don't know. Were we talking about that before? I don't see that. Mm-hmm. Of such of such meetings of open hearts is to direct the reader away from ego mind and back to the wholeheartedness or Christ mind. How do you feel is a more appropriate question than what do you think? The sharing of experience is more appropriate than the sharing of interpretation. The sharing of process is more appropriate than the sharing of outcome. Facilitators will keep readers from attempting one correct in, in, uh, from attempting one correct interpretation as the only correct interpretation is that which comes as the only I'm sorry as the only correct interpretation is that which comes from each reader's own internal guidance system. Group attendees will find themselves feeling less competitive or interested in asserting their beliefs as it becomes clear to them that unlike any other learning situation, there is no correct answer or specific set of beliefs to be adapted. The student begins to move beyond the need for shared belief to personal conviction and authority. Thank you. Okay. So, Reverend Bill, and then we'll go back to Judy. How's that? Okay, thank you. Can students be misguided here? Is there, in other words, perhaps no, quote, right answer or correct interpretation, but, quote, wrong answers and inaccurate interpretations? This is a matter of unity versus separation rather than a matter of right and wrong. In unity and relationship, each is not only capable, but will inevitably receive the answer for them, excuse me, the answer, and come to the understanding of interpretation that is, quote, right for them. Pass. Okay. Now that we went through everybody reading a paragraph or so, now, is there anyone that wants to opine on anything that has been read so far? I don't want to rush through this. Well, this is Jessica, and um, thank you for reading to me. I'm definitely too tired to be reading, but this is absolutely, I do not remember reading this before, and I don't know how many times I've sort of, when I started reading The Course of Love, it was I, I jumped into these calls right like two-thirds of the way through the book or something, so a couple of years ago, so I don't even know. Like, And then, of course, I've been doing the noon readings, and then I'm in um, Reverend Bill's Tuesday group now, so I don't know. I'm reading <laughs> different ways, but this is so beautiful. I'm so relieved to hear this because there was something, there There have been two times, particularly in the, in the Tuesday group, where I felt very confused um, about how to understand something. And um, I like the idea that 
I don't have to understand it. You know, it's not really, I, I, I normally really, really want to understand things, but I, of course, can't always. And, and it isn't always the right time. So moving right along and letting it go into my heart is the way to go and not have to make it make a certain amount of sense or anything like that. So this has been really wonderful for me to be listening to all of you read to me. Thank you so much. Oh, happy for you, Jessica. Yeah. Jessica. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that's the you. one thing. You well, I'll... Let me allow me to finish, Reverend Bill, okay? Thank you. Sorry, Sorry about that. Yeah, what I want to say is that he tells us it's okay. You are, like, even as he just ended that last, um, how does he put it, in unity and relationship, each is, each is not only capable but will inevitably receive the answer and come to the understanding or in, interpretations that is right to them. And then he tells us so many times in the work, you are where you are supposed to be right now and you are who you are supposed to be right now. That's the reassurance I've taken from this. That get out of the head, feel it in your heart, and you'll know what's right for you. No facilitator should tell you if you're right or wrong. And that's what he just said to me and you. So, Reverend Bill, the floor is yours. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'll just add, Jessica, I appreciate, I continuously appreciate the questions that you bring up. You're serving everybody in our group um, in the way that you do, the questions that you bring, and where we go from there. So keep it up. Thank you. Um, and to this reading tonight, uh, I just so enjoyed A12. I think Judy read it for us when we started the reading the second time, where he's, he tells us that I'm asking, I'm only telling you to receive before you seek to perceive. In other words, to receive rather than let the, let the intellect <laughs> take over. Um, and not to receive as one who does not, yet, does not have what another has, as this is not a passing on of information that you do not possess. In other words, it's pointing out to us <clears throat> what we already have, the wisdom that we were created with that is there that perhaps we have not allowed to express ourselves as we have. And then he's telling us, that I ask you to merely to receive in order to learn receptivity, the way of the heart. Mm-hmm. Only to pause and to give the mind a rest, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> to enter the realm of... <laughs> foreign to the mind and yet beloved to the heart and to give you a give but to give yourself a chance to let the relief of not having another task to apply your effort to fill you in other words not something else to add to my list of all of accomplishments <laughs> but instead wow. just be be and receive what we're getting along the way I just so loved 
hearing you read that, Judy. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and that very, last, that very last sentence, Reverend Bill, in 12, only in this way do you come to realize you are already accomplished. How many times yes, have you tell us that? You know, don't, don't stress out. Don't just feel it and know it. You're accomplished already. Why, why do you want to struggle? Why do you want to beat yourself up or, or tear it into pieces and try to figure it out? It, there is. You're accomplished. It's there. That's a oh my god, yeah. Thank you for highlighting that paragraph. That was great. Thanks. Yeah, that was right on. Absolutely. Yeah. I have I a like question, Bill. Said, is that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead, Judy. Go ahead. I was just gonna. This yeah. is completely off topic, but you were mentioning it, so I just wanted to ask: Is that? Is this Tuesday group that you run, is this another one that starts in the middle of the night? To you, it does. <laughs> <laughs> of course, to me. <laughs> That's a real question, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, if you're on the East Coast, it begins no. at about 5 o'clock. No, she's all the way I'm on the West Coast. I'm on the West Coast. I'm... I'm as far west as you can possibly get. <laughs> hey, I, I'll share, Paula, you may get a kick out of this. Uh, no. I'll share this, that what's been happening when I'm doing these daily readings that we're doing these days. Uh-huh. Usually I find myself waking up in the middle of the night and reading through what we're going to be reading that day. Really? Usually somewhere around between between three thirty and four thirty, I'm up reading oh, this once again. <laughs> okay, that okay, was the preparation of being on a six thirty call in the morning on the East Coast, Judy. <laughs> oh well, you know, you're, yeah, your six thirty in the morning <laughs> on the East Coast would be like three thirty in the morning here. However, because yeah. I know Bill's on the West Coast, that's another that was really a legitimate question. Do you, do you start? In the middle of the night, or do you start like at a reasonable hour, like sometime around noon West Coast time, or something like that? <laughs> Bill, what is your Tuesday class, Reverend Bill? Yeah, the the, the Tuesday the Tuesday daily reading. Yeah, uh, is that lunch? Is that lunchtime for you? No, it's not and... because that's at nine o'clock in the morning for me. I'm on the West Coast. It is actually from my clock. It is six eleven p.m. right now where I'm at. <laughs> okay, or yeah, I, I, or whatever the heck it is. And your well, class, your noon class on the East Coast starts at nine o'clock in the morning, and I can barely breathe at nine o'clock in the morning, let alone be coherent. <laughs> Wait, let me, let me understand something. Reverend Bill, are you doing the daily readings five days a week? But don't you have one day that you do a full class? Didn't you establish that? You established... Go ahead. Is that the Tuesday class? The, the, the in-depth class, like what, we're, what we do here in this session, is on Tuesday afternoon, 2 Absolutely. o'clock. Yeah, 2 o'clock Pacific time, 5 o'clock Eastern time. Um, no. no way, really? And, uh, yeah. So it's not in the middle of the night. No, it's not okay. in the middle of the night. 
<laughs> oh my God! Okay, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, can anybody join uh, that class? Yes, you can. Uh, well, let me let me say this. Uh, the the sense I got when starting this class was this was geared a lot for people brand new to a course of oh, life. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, and so so as as we're going through it, um, for the most part. I attempt to let people bringing up the questions or bringing up what they're experiencing as they're reading and let that be in the starting point of any discussions that we have rather than jumping forward into the future, you know, or into into the future readings. It's more of just like being with them with where they where they are in the reading at this time. Gotcha. Okay. I we do have a we do have a number of others who are joining us in that group who have read extensively. And um, uh, I, I believe that they keep that in mind, but every now and then they bring in some sort of gem from, from the future that, that serves the conversation then. But, but we don't spend a lot of time going in depth into the material that we'll be reading in, say, the treatises or later on in the dialogues, okay? It's sort of, you kind of keep it to the current reading? That's right, that's right. Okay, yeah, okay, perfect, yeah, okay. But but you're more than welcome if you, if you want to come and explore with us. Um, this is Judy who's speaking, correct? Yes. Okay, uh, if I can get your email address, I can send you an invitation to this. Okay. Is it a phone uh, call maybe, or is, maybe, is, it a, is it a phone call? Uh, no, it's a Zoom huh. call. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how to use Zoom, so forget about it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, every, thank you, everybody, for allowing me to digress there for a moment. I was really curious about something that actually took place at a reasonable time. So. <laughs> Judy, I just, I just wanted to add one thing, that when Reverend Bill sends you the invitation, it will have a link to the Zoom group. All you have to do is hit the link, and you're taken right there. Yeah, you don't really have to do anything. Just oh, have to be okay. on your computer. You can be on your You have a smartphone? I have, yeah, I have an iPhone. And I have, have a, an computer, a laptop. And I oh, have it, a, yeah, an iPad. Co- I've got all kinds of things. Just go on your email. You'll get an email. It'll give uh-huh. you all the information. And it'll give you, like, with underlying a link. Just okay. click on the link. It'll take you right in. And then you'll oh, learn. Yes how to mute yourself and how to, you know, but it's very easy. That's it. Is it? Okay. All right. Okay. So make yeah. sure okay. you I have your, happily make different. Make sure your hair is combed and your face is ready because your picture's going to be on. You know what? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay. I haven't put on makeup in like a hundred years and I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I just don't care. Oops. <laughs> A woman of my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care, truthfully. 
Yeah, I just don't. My hair's combed so be it. If it isn't, so be it. Let's not get on with your birthday suit on either. Oh, yeah, well, then, you know, there's a problem. I really don't wear a lot of clothes around the house, but that's okay, too. And you know what? I don't care. Anyway, Bill, yes, I will give you my email address, and if I feel adventurous, I will absolutely click the link. Have you got a pencil and paper? Hello, Bill. Bill, she's going to give you her email address. Judy, if you give me yes. your email address, I'll send you the invitation, and you'll see that there's a way to access us through your phone as well. Um, oh, okay. that, and then, so you'll have it available. Maybe I can get that from you after our call today. Okay, yes, absolutely. Well, Great. you Thanks. know, it, it's, it's, 20, it's almost 20 minutes after the hour, and I think this call has kind of like wound itself down. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. I am. No, I no, no, it's fine. We No, we read quite a bit tonight, and we had interesting conversation and discussion. It was great. And we still have ways to go. So, you know, when, you know I'm going to let it go for tonight, and we'll, you know, finish up one next week because I'm really fading quickly. Okay. And... Uh, all right. I hope you guys you give me ten minutes of br- a break here. <laughs> so I Absolutely, we know you're tired, honey. <laughs> yeah, it's been trying. So, everybody, good, and we we'll meet again next week. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah that's fine. Hey, I go brain dead after six p.m. So I'm wait, wait, wait. <laughs> No, I don't. Thank you for understanding. <laughs> Oh, and you know, no, no matter what, even though I don't, you know, I, you know, we, I used to get me up for a six thirty call, and I still <laughs> I'm, I'm up six thirty, like Reverend Bill. It's like habit. Oh, I'm up God. at six thirty. You know, so I it's just, like I can't okay. even process that. It's it's dark when I get up in the morning, and it's dark when I go to sleep. Very discouraging. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> I, l- I love I you think all. Paula, Thank you. Paula, what? Paula will also attest that I missed very few of those calls. <laughs> yes, and he was up at four thirty to go. What four thirty or three thirty to come on? Four. Yeah, but yeah. very six, few. Six six thirty Eastern time is definitely three thirty in the morning here. You know, yeah, yeah. It was Paula's call was actually seven thirty. She was 7:30. at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, oh, 7.30, okay. so 4.30. But I, would, yeah. but I would be up early, you know, get going, yeah. Oh, well. I, I am in awe of you people. <laughs> well, it is what it is. So good night, all. Thank you. Good night, Thank Sheila. You Thank you so much for being here. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Oh, good night. Judy. Good night, everyone. Judy. Love you. Judy, 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 Judy. Love you. I'm still here, Bill. Judy, would you like to give me your email address? All right. Reverend I will. Bill, hold let me on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me end the call and then oh, talk, yeah. okay? Oh, yeah. okay. I forgot that stop. I was still recording. Let me stop the recording. Yeah. The world okay. will know your email address. <laughs> <laughs> like I care. <laughs> I know. You must be getting all kinds of invitations. Oh, <laughs> Uh, 